Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Happy post-Halloween and spooky season, Delora. Are you on the I still want to enjoy the lead up to Thanksgiving? Or are you already, it's Christmas time vibes? That's a great question. So thinking about it right now, I feel like I'm okay with celebrating Christmas now. And I say this to say, the way these weeks are set up, they are flying (laughs) by. And if I don't put my stick in the ground and say, okay, we're going to (laughs) start the holiday season here. I don't want it to pass me by. You know what I mean? As an adult, I feel like the magic of Christmas has faded so drastically for me that by this point, it's kind of like, well, I guess I'm just about to be spending some extra money, taking some extra trips and, you know, thanking Jesus. Like that's the, (laughs) that's where I'm at. I feel like now because me and Thanksgiving, you know, we ain't, we ain't friends for real ever since I realized what really happened. It's like, it's just a time to get together and to eat, Um, but we not celebrate anything in particular uh because of the atrocities that occurred um yes. and then for christmas you know especially probably living in florida that also doesn't help with like mm. that magical feeling i mean obviously i still get my birthday in there but i'm always competing with jesus so i'm like you know it's really it's his time it's not really my time um, it's not about me <laughs> no it's not really about me but you know this year we're gonna take a little trip because i haven't taken a trip since uh I turned the good old three zero. So we going to have a little celebration this year. We're excited about it. So excited about it. Um, but yeah, I just wonder because of Mariah Carey. I'm like, so are we? It's is it time. time? It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And I'm in a place where I'm wanting to make things magical for the small person in my life. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. Having a and kid so- changes the game. So yes, if that means we busting out some garland, November 2nd, it is what it is, you know? If you like it, I love it. Listen, (laughs) no rules. Y'all live y'all best lives and definitely having a kid, I feel like makes it exciting. Me and my mom were talking recently about how she used to just let us go to town. I mean, she would put the, the the toy catalog in front of us and just let us go to town. I'm like... I don't know if I would do that for my kids, but y'all, I mean, they'd have a good, they'd have a good holiday. Do you feel like, do you feel like Amara gets spoiled for Christmas or is it like one gift? Um, we're very mindful, but of course her father is the one that always outdoes it. Like one year he gave her an entire Jeep. I was like, really? Like, that's my type of parent. Yes. Pink. (laughs) To this day, no, it's teal. And to this day, she be riding around the yard getting it. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> With this yep. And some days be a go-kart. 
on and everything. So yeah, it's safe to say it went a lot further than my African woven baskets that I can. <laughs> Not the African woven baskets. <laughs> hey, that's unique though. That's a unique gift. This is a keepsake. Okay, <laughs> she's gonna keep this throughout her life. <laughs> her future when she becomes a homeowner, she's gonna be like, "Mom set me up right." Decor, baby, decor. That is too funny. Well, guys, thank you for indulging us. We're back. Thank you for sticking with us through our break that we took. And yes. it's time to get back into these pop culture streets on today's episode. There have been some things that have happened that, you know, we want to chat about just a little bit today. So, Delora, without further ado, let's get into the two passings, the two major celebrity passings, unfortunately, that have happened since we've been away the first one is a legend an icon mm. shaft baby girl richard roundtree passed away on october 24th after a brief battle with pancreatic cancer according to his family who was at his bedside he was 81 i'm reading a deadline article Richard's career spanned five decades and included everything from his most popular black exploitation role is what they calling Shaft to early appearances in the soaps and then being a main cast member on Ava DuVernay's own series Cherish the Day. I mean, I know him best from his role as Shaft, but obviously I've seen him in many things over the years. Being and Mary Jane? Like I didn't even know he was 81. He aged like fine wine out here. Gorgeous man. Like I was here for the Sutton. Well, at this point, it was all salt, beard, <laughs> goatee situation. Amazing, amazing, amazing. It was definitely sad to hear, but a life well lived. Did you have any additional thoughts on Richard Roundtree's passing? I was absolutely saddened to hear about his passing. But what I love about his legacy or for what I'm going to remember him for it's the longevity of his career. Like for him to have made such a splash with Shaft and has gone on to be Hollywood royalty, not just black Hollywood royalty, but again, he was Gabrielle's union's father in being Mary Jane. He was in the new Netflix series, um, family reunion playing Tia's father-in-law. Like he was working. Okay. And okay. And super, super talented. He made it look so easy. And, and prayers and love to his family and friends because he's touched so many people's lives in, in his career. Absolutely. I'm going to read Samuel L. Jackson's quote following his passing on Instagram. Samuel L. Jackson said, Richard Roundtree, the prototype, the best to ever do it. Shaft as we know it is and will always be his creation. His passing leaves a deep hole, not only in my heart, but I'm sure a lot of y'all's too. And that's that's what it is. I mean, it saddens me every time a legend passes away. Yes. Every time we lose that creativity and artistry, but 
look at the impact that he's had during his lifetime, look at the work that he's leaving behind. We will definitely continue to honor him and cherish, you know, the work that he put forth in all of his various projects. So rest in peace, Richard Roundtree. All right, Delora, we have to move on to a second passing, just as shocking um, that came this past week. Matthew Perry, friend star, was found dead over the weekend in a hot tub in his home in Los Angeles. He was only 54 years old. He was discovered unresponsive. As of right now, no foul play is suspected, but they are obviously investigating. Yes. This, when I saw it, immediately made me feel or think about Whitney Houston. Like it felt so similar to like, how do you pass away in a small body of water like that? Yes. Um, Obviously also Matthew Perry is someone we've known has struggled with addictions and yeah that's immediately where my mind went but so young leaves again another legacy friends is a pop culture staple of a series beyond its years and for sure a lot of people from comments I've been hearing and reading felt Matthew Perry was such the biggest comedic factor of the show as Chandler And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I was sad and am curious as to what the autopsy and all that stuff is going to show. But ultimately, such a sad loss at still such a young age. And when I'm reading an article from the Los Angeles Times, they kind of concluded by saying that for all his success as an actor, most recently in his best-selling memoir, he actually said that he did not want his work to be the center of his legacy. He said he wants to be remembered as a guy who lived life, loved well, lived well, and helped people. That running into me was a good thing and not something bad. And that's beautiful. Truly, truly. I said the same thing about the Whitney Houston thing because I was telling Dave when I saw the news, I was, again, same conversation of like, we weren't, talking about a pool or a body of water it's a jacuzzi and so just heartbreaking the second thing that I thought of when I heard of his passing was my favorite roles he was in two movies 17 again love that freaking movie so much and fool's rush and I mean, why didn't he do more Fool's Brush in? I know Friends was had him busy. They were making million dollars in episodes, but he was such a fun leading man in that, in both of those films, actually. So I didn't know he was Canadian, too. Just throwing that out there. like The whole John, <laughs> uh, Justin Trudeau is going to honor him and all this stuff, and they were childhood friends. I, had, I was not aware of that connection either. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And and then, of course, I thought about his cast. I mean, they've been bundled together for decades now. And to have lost one when Luke Perry died from 90210, like him being the first cast made of such a juggernaut show, cultural influential show, you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like, I know that had to have been a major impact for that cast. So absolutely. 
I'm glad they were able to do the reunion that they did. What was that last year? Uh, Maybe the year before. Okay. I'm glad they did get a chance to get together, not just for the fans, but for them as well. And I know he and Jennifer Aniston have a very, had a very special relationship, but I'm sure he had a special relationship with everyone in that cast. And I've seen a statement from Selma Hayek. I've seen some other folks, you know, um, and their statements that they've made. So definitely will be missed. And again, incredibly sad to have seen such a loss at still such a young age. So definitely thinking about his friends and family and loved ones. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. All right, Delora, let's move on to some engagement and marriage news next. So Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz are apparently engaged after two years of dating. I'm reading a People article first confirmed that they were dating back in the summer of 2021. And apparently they are now headed to the altar. They went out on Halloween together as rosemary from rosemary's baby and the baby uh, (laughs) and she was seen showing off her new engagement ring so i did not think this was going to be a couple that was going to last i thought this was a fling coming off of her divorce ding 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 (laughs) exactly so i am i am I mean, pleasantly surprised. They, I love them both individually, so I'm sure they're wonderful as a couple. But what were your thoughts about this engagement news? I didn't think it was that serious. <laughs> Again, obviously it's none of our business, but they have been that couple that you've heard about and you might have had like three pictures you can think of seeing them together. And outside of that, they really escaped my mind. Like <laughs> zero investment. <laughs> You know what I mean? Again, I appreciate them individually, them together, haven't put much thought to it. Now they're looking for forever. They're beautiful. You know what I mean? And if they decide to procreate, they are beautiful yes. children, you know? Yes. Um, You know, Channing also, so you talk about her divorce, but we have to remember Channing was going through a moment too, where he was dealing with the aftermath of his divorce and his career was just doing something unsavory. You know what I mean? So much so <laughs> that he decided to do a third Magic Mike movie. You know what I mean? Which I still uh, have not watched. Same, same. So, you know, hopefully this is this is going to be good for both of them. Yeah, I think her, uh, her divorce was so much fresher for me. And I think it actually was in the time frame of everything than his was. But yeah, to your point, like Jenna has, his ex-wife has moved on and she's had another child and all these yep. things. So um, I'm sure, you know, Channing has felt the effects of all the changes that have gone on in his personal life over time. And so again, I'm happy for them if this is really, you know, they foresee themselves as husband and wife. I guess I'm just always curious because it feels like celebrities' hearts move on quicker than the average human to me. But maybe that's just me. Like, how do y'all be <laughs> dating somebody? Because she was dating Carl that she was married to for years. years. Then you marry him in Paris, this beautiful yep. wedding. Then y'all get divorced. Her house. Mm-hmm. Then y'all get divorced fairly quickly. And then you up and date and Channing now maybe the timeline for them if it's six months oh my heart has moved on six months for me after I've been with somebody for years and I didn't got married feels very fast so I think that's why I saw this as like a casual thing I was like oh this is just a rebound and Channing is a hot 
man. So why not? Y'all working together? Why not? But to your point, they would definitely have beautiful kids. So if y'all like it, I love it. I'm so happy for y'all. I'm sure the wedding will be another beautiful one. And God bless. Congratulations. Absolutely. On to a secret wedding from one of my boobs. Like, yes! Shout out to his thighs. Okay. <laughs> his thighs now, is an I internet thought, fascination. Okay. And I thought he may be waiting for me because he's been on the market off and on for a long time. And I honestly can't track his past relationships, though. He was with Hayden. He was with Hayden when they were doing Heroes. He was with Hayden for that period of time. That's right. Yes. And he also dated from Gilmore Girls. He also dated his co-star from Gilmore Girls. Did he? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So what are we talking about, Ashley? (laughs) Let me give y'all the tea. My boo thing, a.k.a. Jess from Gilmore Girls, a.k.a. The father on This Is Us, Jack Pearson. Milo Ventimiglia, guys, he is Mm -hmm. off the market. He is a married man. The This Is Us alum, and I'm again referencing people, 45. Again, I thought he was waiting for me, y'all. Secretly tied the knot with his model girlfriend, Jara Mariano. She's 38. They exchanged, which I, you know, I I was happy to hear that. Because I'm like, at least you go... Twenty years younger. I was like, he's not doing the Chris Evans route. Thank you, thank you. Got a woman with some years. Yes, she's younger than him, but she's not so much younger than him. Exactly, exactly. And they got married in a uh, ceremony earlier this year, attended only by family and close friends. You know, something I've always loved and respected about Milo and it's quoted in this is he likes to be as off the radar as humanly possible. He said, I try and remain as anonymous and invisible as I can. So it doesn't take away from the experience of the men that I play. And I love that. I think that's why we delve so deep into the characters that he portrays. Like that's why Jack felt so real like jack was so four-dimensional to me like i felt jack like was jack everything. was my next door neighbor's daddy for a little bit <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah he was so normal he was so like you you could feel that character and that cast in general obviously phenomenal acting across the board mandy moore yep. was robbed of that yep. of her accolades in that final season i will stand i will die on that heel um but <laughs> I'm so happy for Milo. Again, if this is the one for you, you couldn't wait no longer for me because I'm obviously not moving to LA anytime soon. I understand. What were your I thoughts? I will say I was so happy for him. And I'm glad that you point that out because I forgot that he's essentially a child star. You know what I mean? Like he's been doing his thing for a long time. A long time. That's Looking Rocky son, girl. That's gorgeous Rocky this entire time. <laughs> The fact that him and Sylvester Stallone have the same like to their face. Yeah. What are the chances? Yeah. Gorgeous man. I was very happy for him. She is gorgeous. I I had never seen her, but I'm sure they have something in common, you know, in terms of (laughs) (laughs) I hope they live happily ever after. (laughs) Absolutely. And if you don't, call me. All right, let's move on, Delora, to our final headline of the day. 
Ruby Barker from the cast of Bridgerton was on a podcast, the podcast, and she spoke about her experience and called out Netflix and Shondaland, I'm reading Deadline article, for not being more supportive during what she calls psychotic breaks. She said, I went into a hospital a week after shooting Bridgerton season one. It was really covered up and kept on the down low because the show was going to be coming out. During filming, I was deteriorating. It was a really tormenting place for me to be because my character is very alienated, very ostracized on her own under these horrible circumstances. Not a single person from Netflix, not a single person from Shondaland since I've had two psychotic breaks from that show having the contact in me or even emailed me to ask if I'm okay or if I will benefit from any sort of aftercare or support. Nobody. As we know, Ruby betrayed Marina and her role was scandal written right she had a pregnancy controversy and obviously is saying that it severely impacted her own mental health you're a huge Bridgerton fan Delora how did you feel about this revelation from one of the stars of the cast oh this is absolutely heartbreaking and I really appreciate her transparency also like these are important conversations because you know being an actor everyone likes to look at the glitz and the glamour for the people who who make it but it is a very hard job like mentally when you're in a space portraying someone else our bodies don't know the difference you know what i mean and yeah and it it's a it's a it's definitely a skill right um to be able to go in and out of character um the way that professional actors do it and so I'm so sorry that she felt this way and honestly Bridgerton isn't even it's not even the heaviest subject I'm like how are people on the fall of the uh, house of Usher feeling no (laughs) no seriously (laughs) well I was gonna say no because I was gonna bring that up in terms of this reminded me when you mentioned that of something Britney Spears said in her memoir about how psychologically impacting her character just playing in crossroads was right and that was a Mm. light more bubbly character and it still impacted her such that she felt like she was kind of going crazy because she couldn't shed out of that skin you know what i'm saying she was like i was walking different i was talking so to your point yes it it seems like a lighter uh role or lighter type of series to us but i think the whole method acting and possibly not being able to really separate yourself would take a heavy toll. I mean, they've talked about this with Heath Ledger playing the Joker. We've heard many, um, even um, Cynthia Revo has talked about it with some of her roles before and not being able to detach. So I think to her point, then it probably doesn't really matter the project necessarily so much as always, can I remove myself? What's my mental state kind of in this time to and be able resources. to move away from it? And and that's the biggest factor. It's so disappointing to hear that you have someone who is going through something this devastating and you know about it and you've heard about it and you're covering it up versus trying to offer her mental health support. Like I can't even, I can't even fathom that. That's really, really sad to hear. And I hope that Shondaland and Netflix learn from this Yes. And do better in the future because this definitely, to me, says very poor things about the leadership from both of those businesses. Mm. And they're very lucrative. And honestly, again, I'm really impressed with her ability to speak up because 
these are monsters in the industry, like giants, period, you know? And so hopefully she finds the support that she needs and hopefully it doesn't impact her career if she decides to continue on acting. Absolutely. We are rooting for you, Ruby. We're hoping for the best for you. We hope that you get all the support that you need on this journey and that you're able to continue to do the things that you love. So absolutely. We're pulling for you, sis. All right, Delora, let's move on to our two hot topics of the day. The first one up, Chalet. Just when we thought Amy Robach and CJ Holmes were out of our lives, honey, they said not so fucking fast. Instagram official has gone to a whole new level because not only did they post this little boot up picture of them, they're going to do a podcast together. And not only are they going to do a podcast together, they're apparently going to work on a slate of programming for iHeartRadio. Delora, do we care at this point? Do you care? Girl, it's like you have got to be effing kidding me at this point. <sighs> okay. Um, because we the thing about them is the fact that they left two families like <laughs> to be together. And I wonder if their DNA clause or something is wrapped up so now they feel free (laughs) to be doing all this will we be tuning in do we care i think their first two episodes probably matter most than anything because it'll help set the tone like are they going to talk about their time at abc or are they going to pretend that the elephant isn't in the room and then focus on some other stuff you know what i mean um i also think when it comes to these two this is all they know. The, their whole entire careers have been broadcasting. And so for them, this transition seems like a natural one. I think the question is, is anyone going to care? Yeah, I think that's my struggle with it. I What they did personally was fucked up. But should that deter anyone from ever giving them a job again? No. There are way worse atrocities that people commit than having an affair. Them executives are so <laughs> full of shit. Like the hypocrisy. I'm sure they're effing they their secretaries right <laughs> now, right? They just had the audacity to do it in everybody's faces, right? So, no, I don't think it should keep them from ever getting another check. So I'm not mad about, you know, them again continuing to go down this journey within their professional careers. But I think them choosing to team up is interesting because, to your point, the salaciousness of what happened has gone by the wayside. That was I've fallen out of the news cycle a long time ago. So if this had hit in the height of us talking about them, oh, they would have done numbers. But now I don't care to listen to their first couple episodes. I'll read about some excerpts from it, but I'm not going to tune in to listen to it. Now, I'm sure they're both really good at their jobs because they reach the levels that they reached. But what does that look like on the back end? Like y'all are talent. Y'all are used to being talent. Do you know how to produce? Ooh. Do you know how to ego? I don't know if it's ego or this was a great offer that they couldn't pass up. I mean, I don't know what their offers were looking like after everything that kind of happened and what the um 
contracts looked like for them that may have kept them from being able to either find work or go with a competitor or what any of that was like. But this could have been a great offer they couldn't refuse. Again, because to me, and maybe they did do some producing on the backside that I just wasn't aware of, but to me, they've been talent. So I'm just curious as to what offerings they're going to have under a production mindset. Like, do you have the goods to entertain people on the back end? So we'll see. I mean, they have chemistry when it comes to working together. Um, and I mean that in all ways, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they're trying to recapture that magic. <laughs> so, Are there yeah. any broadcast personalities you can think of, though, where you want to hear them talk about anything other than the news? Because the way like they diving into their personal lives or just... Yeah, because the way they've kind of positioned this is like they're going to talk about uh, a variety of things. They're going to talk about current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Nothing is off limits. We've never met them on a personal level. We know them as more news-focused broadcast professionals. So do you think that they are going to be able to deliver in that type of way for you? Like, do you want to hear them spilling tea? Do you want to hear them talking about their own lives together? You know, I think about that young couple on social media, the young black couple that's in the news and they recently had a baby girl. I can't remember their names right now, but they're the closest things to come to like, oh, they're an anchor by day. And then here's our lives, you know, behind the scenes as raising a kid. One of her um, shticks that she does is the anchor voice when she's talking on the phone, ordering food or, <laughs> or <laughs> taking a call. Um, that's the closest thing that comes to mind of me, like looking at an anchor and me caring about what they have to say <laughs> outside of the news. So I mean, yeah, so because it's a different them, skill set. It yeah. is. It truly is. And it's like, you know, because we are podcasters, I don't want someone talking to me like they're live at five in a long <laughs> forum. You, you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Do you think that they'll even be able to translate over to different type of content? Because the news podcasts I listen to they're still delivering news right like I listen to ABC yes. start here podcast and Brad Milky is my guy but Brad Milky is giving me the news you know what I'm yes. saying he's not trying to play this game of oh I'm a personality and I'm a news person so they may be able to carry it off they may be able to carry it off well but let time be the judge if you want to give this a listen and bring it back to the pod Laura let us know <laughs> we will see we will see all right, let's move on to our final hot topic. Halloween 2023 celeb costumes. I was anxiously awaiting because I just knew somebody was going to blow me away. The last couple years of celebrity costumes, there have been some that have blown me away. Y'all did not bring it for me this year. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't know if I was just not in the spirit or if there's just too many other things going on in the world to be as focused on some Halloween costumes. Girl, Laura, I could not find, I could not find a single one that was like, oh, even Heidi Klum, the queen of Halloween, did not blow me away with her costume this year. Give me your thoughts and any celebrities you were like, oh, I like that. I didn't like that. And so on. Okay. So 
how am I going to organize this? Let's start with the winners. Okay. Sean Bankhead dressed up as Britney Spears dancing with knives. And it was everything I needed in my life. I laughed so hard. We're talking about this black man with a goatee wearing a blonde wig and a skimpy outfit with knives doing her exact choreography. The problem is this. He took it down. He posted it and he took it down. I don't know why he took it down. Maybe. Yeah, because I never saw it. Genius. I was going to repost it on our podcast uh, Instagram, but it was gone. So I don't Mm. know what happened, sir, but that gave me great joy. And there were so many Britneys. There were so many Britneys, too. many icons, Justin like icons. We're talking Paris Hilton. We're talking Jessica Alba. Who else just like Britney? Britney I don't had a know this lady's this name. Kelly Sawyer Petrikoff. I don't know who that is, but she also did. Winnie Harlow as Cat Williams was brilliant. Like she was filling that, that press out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shaking it. <laughs> delivering the jokes. That beard, that goatee. I love Amazing. when someone that beautiful really dives in because she's she's a gorgeous woman absolutely so weedy as edward scissors hands i enjoyed it i i enjoyed the skimpy dress and then (laughs) you know what i mean she Mm -hmm. quoted lizzie lohan's character from mean girls halloween is the time for girls to dress (laughs) you know sexy tiana taylor did an amazing job just in like one of the Wayne brothers. What was it? Don't be a menace. Oh, I didn't see it. But if she did, that totally makes sense. It was probably Marlon's character where he had all the crazy stuff, the hair. With his hair going on yep. and stuff. Yeah. 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 Did you see little Nas X costume? Yes. yes, I sure did. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, little Nas X was a bloody tampon for Halloween. Oh, he must have had a second costume. That's not the one I saw. Girl, that's the one I saw coming oh, out of boy. the vagina. Oh, boy. No, the one I saw, he was uh, Little Richard. Wow. Oh, yeah. A lot of these celebrities are doing multiple characters, too, right? Yeah, because they go into different parties and, you know, whatever. Live y'all best lives. I'm going to go to the Casamigos party sometime, too. Well, speaking of multiple outfits... Kim and North dressing up as Clueless was pretty genius. I loved it. I just know that North ain't nobody's sidekick, okay? <laughs> <laughs> She's made that abundantly clear. What about you, Ashley? What were some of your faves? Oh, as I said, nobody blew me away. I think maybe I'm just being a Grinch because I didn't get a chance to really participate. So I was like, ugh, whatever. But I posted a ton of them on Instagram because a lot of them I did think were just, you know, fun. I did really enjoy Kim and North. I also enjoyed the different David Beckhams. We got The Rock as David Beckham. We got um, uh, Edward Norton as David Beckham. Um, Zayn Malik did Voldemort, which was fantastic mariah carey is jessica rabbit i mm. liked because i was just saying i need to do jessica rabbit while i'm still in my red era <laughs> we'll get there you know who shocked me was sarah haynes as the character from up just because 
I watched that episode of The View and I was like, I really did not think Sarah was going to go all out in that costume like that. So I really enjoyed that. And if I'm going to talk about The View, Sunny as Sunny when Avatar. And- Absolutely. Yes. Um, and then what were some other ones? I liked um, Kill Bill, the Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly Kill Bill characters. That was fun. Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you. I think part of the reason why the celebrities didn't go in, especially the ones that were actors, part of SAG. I know. They're they're on strike and they're not supposed to dress up as any, you know, proprietary character or whatever. I I feel like the the musicians had more more fun. Yeah, and freedom compared to the actors but like mandy moore says like are you freaking kidding me like do we not have anything else <laughs> to worry it's, about it's definitely not that serious to me halloween is just uh, supposed to be fun and dress play and make believe it's not even like you're it's not giving money or helping that vehicle in any type of way but anyway share uh christina aguilera dressed up a share because i love burlesque so much and still yes. one of my favorite movies to watch and I ordered on DVD. So that it, there you go. And probably finally, Drew Barrymore as Bob Ross. I loved Down to the Chest Air. Because when she posted, like, I just wasn't ready. Like, I just, I was not ready. Speaking look. of daytime television, they actually do it quite amazingly. Like, the Today Show. I catch it every year. I catch it every year. Yes, Hoda dressing up a share. Yes, uh, Craig dressing up as freaking MC, MC Hammer. Hammer. Like, I Janelle love it. as Diana Ross. Yes. Um, who else? Jennifer Hudson as Missy Elliott was everything. Um, thank you for reminding me of that. Yes, I like both her and Sherry doing, you know. Sherry did multiple looks. Like, musicians. of Renaissance. Yeah. Yes. She even brought out Mama Tina. I mean, she, that was serious. Exactly. Exactly. That was serious. But I still, listen, y'all. Next year, I'm going to need y'all to bring it a little bit harder than this. I don't know what I need, but I'll know it when y'all bring it to me. <laughs> so... This was fun. This was a light year. Next year, hopefully, the strikes will be over and y'all can bring it back to the caliber that I know y'all have in y'all. So thank you, but do better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I like to say on the Coming mic. Coming from the person that was no one, but <laughs> you are somebody, Ashley. Um, so the last time we talked about my family costume, I was very you know vague and we ended up being disney villains for halloween amara i was trying to get her to be little mermaid because i mean we have our first black little mermaid avi right she's right there she was like no i want to be ursula and i was like are you serious and she was like yeah and so and you but you know why delora i just remembered it's because Ursula was black before Ariel was black. That's why. That's why. I feel you, Amara. That's why. The what? The way she carried herself, the the attitude. She was a black woman, <laughs> for sure. Easy. 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 Um, so I was like, oh great. So you're Ursula. And so I was like, okay, I like this. Mal- 
Maleficent horns, you know, walking around saying, well, well. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last piece of the puzzle was David. And so I was like, well, we're going to be villains. And so when we were at the Halloween store, he was looking at like the Joker or the Riddler. And I was like, you know what? We're going to be Disney villains. And so uh, he decided to be Jafar. So we were Disney villains. We were trying to see who would win in a fight. I'm pretty sure I would have won. <laughs> Maleficent, I mean, I turned into a freaking dragon. But Dave's like, but a genie can do anything. So I don't know. In a fight, who, who, would, who would win between these three baddies? That's a really hard call. I think it depends on where the fight takes place. Because <laughs> Ursula, <or> <laughs> Ursula has the advantage over both of y'all if she can get y'all in that ocean. I mean, it may be a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Because she has magic too. So, so true. My vote may be for Lil Amara taking y'all out the game. But yeah, this is our, our first family Halloween dressing up in theme. Because again... I was a little church girl back in the day and I have been reluctant all the way, but it it was fun. We had a lot of fun and it was a good time and we were safe. So, well, y'all brought me so much joy. So I appreciate it since I couldn't (laughs) participate that y'all got a chance to really bring it this year. And next year, I've already told you what my vote is, but I won't spill it for the people. Y'all have to wait and see. So can't wait. All right, Delora. That's a wrap for us on these pop culture headlines and hot topics. What are we recapping for the people next week? All right, Ashley, this movie recently became available on Netflix. It is a a comedy called No Hard Feelings starring Jennifer Lawrence. This was an interesting one, Ashley, and our conversation is going to be a lot of fun little bit of a departure for oscar-winning actress jennifer lawrence but a bit was of a, a departure for things that we typically watch as well <laughs> yeah there was a point in time where because i was so curious about this movie i almost paid for it and i'm so glad oh, no. i didn't so. <laughs> oh, no but we'll leave it there we'll leave Don't it there do that We'll leave it there, guys. We'll come back next week and we'll give you all the good good on how we felt about this movie. So thank you guys so much for sticking with us. Please feel free to share this episode with your friends, family, loved ones. We appreciate it. Leave us that rating or review on Apple and Spotify. We appreciate you and we'll see you next time. But in the meantime, be blessed. Bye. Oh, and really quick, y'all. Take care of yourself. Get all the tests that you need. Get checked up. Get your physicals. It's important. All right. Love y'all. Bye. (laughs) You better put that PSA at the end. (laughs) 